For most graduate students through their respective programs, it's pretty normal to get experience in research or research presentation. That's not always the case for undergraduates, but Washington State University's College of Education gives its undergraduates who earn a kinesiology degree exactly that. Whether they're studying athletic training or sports science, the undergraduates have an opportunity to present research to the public. Twice a year, the college hosts the Bruyer Wood Undergraduate Research Conference. We had the chance to meet up with kinesiology instructor Kim Holmstrom, who is one of the conference co-chairs, and talk to her about the conference, but most importantly, why it matters to these students. It's Education Eclipse, now. Covering all aspects of teaching and learning, educational leadership and psychology, kinesiology and sport management, it's Education Eclipse from Washington State University. And we're here on Education Eclipse. My name is Brandon Chapman and we're here with kinesiology instructor Kim Holmstrom who is a co-conference chair for what I think is a pretty interesting concept. It's the Bruya Wood Undergraduate Research Conference. It is kinesiology based and Kim, the I guess the operative word is undergraduate. We don't see a lot of research coming from undergraduates. No, this is just a chance for us to highlight the fact that um, the students in their upper division classes are doing a lot of research of the knowledge base that's already out there um, and coming up with their own thoughts and opinions and decisions on how they are going to use this knowledge in the future and to be able to practice talking in a professional way about research with peers and with faculty and other professionals from the community. Now, honestly, the poster presentations is something we see in academia all the time at the graduate level. And it's one thing to talk to a peer about what you're learning. It's a whole other thing for some of these folks. They've got, they've got several people, dozens of people surrounding them. And what's kind of the, uh, you know, what do the, what do these undergraduates say afterward as far as their nerves, what they were thinking with all these people? I mean, what has the feedback been? Usually, they say they were much more anxious to present than. Um they actually anticipated, yet once they're done, they always say they did a remarkably better job than they ever thought they would. Because these projects are based on research projects that they have been doing this entire semester, it surprises them how much they really do know what they're talking about. And so one good outcome of doing this type of conference is to show the students that they're actually learning the material and becoming smarter and smarter on their topics where they might not have as much confidence in their own skills if they just graduate without having this ability to practice being professionals. Now, now you mentioned that, that they are doing research and presenting on a knowledge base that, that might already be there, but in many regards, uh, many of these undergraduates are working in labs. We have an exercise you know, physiology lab, we have a gait and posture biomechanics lab, we've got all these labs that are run by kinesiology professors and a lot of undergraduates are, are part of that. So some of them in a way they're, they're kind of doing their own research. That's exactly right. It's, it's a way where um, the individuals that are pushing themselves to do other outside experiences like working in a lab and learning about research from some of our faculty um, can kind of advertise for the laboratories and show other peers what they're learning from the experience that you have to actually go out and search for and push yourself to get that extra experience rather than just something that happens when you're in a class because I give you an assignment. Because uh, you know some of this this research enterprise is so new 
to many of the students, they, they might not have ever considered doing any kind of research. Maybe some of them hadn't ever considered going to graduate school and, and uh, expounding on that knowledge. But have you heard any kind of feedback or any kind of rumblings or anything uh, with your ear to the ground, which it is, among students who said, this is so awesome, maybe I want to go to grad school or, or you know, maybe this catapults them to that? Absolutely. Um, interestingly enough, just this fall, I actually received an email from uh, an alumni of our program who told me that in his graduate program now, he actually was excited to tell someone he was TAing, um, that he had researched exactly, specifically what he was teaching them in classes and showed them the picture of him presenting and showed them his actual poster from our conference and tied it all into, hey, I've been not only researching this since I came to grad school, but here's what I did in undergrad about this. So it was kind of fun to hear how alumni are actually benefiting from things they did when they were juniors and seniors as well. I know I have this grossly wrong, but if, if I'm not mistaken, one of the posters was, uh, you know, basically you could become rehabilitated uh, you know, physically through chocolate milk or something. What was that? That was optimal sports performance recovery using something that is not so expensive to buy. So, um, And who doesn't like chocolate milk, too? That's exactly right. So there's this idea that, you know, to really recover, to be one of those elite athletes, you have to go buy something that costs $50 for four ounces. And so they actually did their exercise physiology project on how you correlate the, the nutrients in chocolate milk comparison to some of the very expensive sports drinks and stuff that are out there to prove that the carbohydrate and protein ratio that's in chocolate milk may be very comparable to something that you could go to a high-end chain exercise store and buy something really, really more expensive but get the same benefits. So most of the time we hear Bill Moose say you would not put cheap gasoline in a Ferrari. But in this case, you know, maybe he's wrong. You, you use a little chocolate milk in the gas tank, and uh, <laughs> that's a recovery thing. But there's so many other ones out there. What are, what are just a couple of them off the top of your head that, that you've really kind of liked? Um, I think being looking at the aspect, all aspects of wellness in incorporation with this. So we have students that are looking at um, how to motivate someone to exercise, or what are the motivational factors that can be barriers for someone to even choosing to be physically active. Um, then we also have people that are more focused on strength training. How can strength training help with back pain? Or do you have to completely avoid it just because you're experiencing back pain? So I like the fact that they're looking at it from any focal point, from um, motivational psychology to biomechanics to exercise phys to um, promoting health. And we had a couple that were on the cheaper cost of healthcare if you exercise to help keep your medical costs down. So we've kind of looked at it from a lot of different aspects. And so the fun part is, is they get to pick what interests them. And that's really what drives how well the high quality of the posters is because it's actually something they're interested in, not just something that I'm assigning that everyone has to do the same. We, we probably should have done this first, but we'll do it last. Um, tell me, Bruya, Bruya Wood, uh, where did that name come from? The name comes from a very um, highly respected alumni, um, Jeff Wood, who is now teaching in the kinesiology area in New Zealand. Um, but he was a student athlete who went through the program, I think when it was a physical education program. And um, this conference has been going on for many, many years. And when it was first designed, his name was chosen because um, Dr. Bruyere really wanted to highlight, here is a professional that we should all aspire to be like. Um, and then. We, when Dr. Brie retired a couple of years ago, it was only 
natural and appropriate that we had Dr. Berea's name to it as well, so now it is the Berea Wood. He was at, at a stature where we could name a conference but not quite name a building yet, So, so that and that's Larry Berea. Um, and, and so was he around at the beginning when um, when this other, uh, you know, athlete, uh, whatever, was, was here? Yes, he was. He was the one, he was actually the one that was like, this is the ultimate person that we should name it after. And he's actually the, the prof that stimulated the students to want to design a conference such as this. So Brie was definitely the stimulus and Jeff Wood was the ideal. We had the ideal and then the stimulus, so we decided to help name it for the guy who helped name it originally, if we can keep all that straight. So um, anything else you want to add? No, I think that's good, except for thank you for asking me these questions and highlighting the hard work that our students in the kinesiology program are doing. Hard work, and it's uh, obviously paying off. They're, they're reaping the benefits. and. And you know what? It's fun, too. So Kim Holmstrom, kinesiology instructor and a co-conference chair for this Bruyere Wood Undergraduate Research Conference. You've been listening to Education Eclipse. Thank you for listening to Education Eclipse, a college of education podcast from Washington State University.